hard stuff, feeling the shitty stuff, the challenging stuff, being there for yourself too. And then also working on finding finding that joy, finding that gratefulness, seeing those sparkles around you and um, in your life and letting that in and receiving that love too. Um, those will both help you to be able to feel that intuitive guidance just flow naturally it's a part of you and it, it's it will always be a part of you so it's just about taking care of ourselves in a way to allow that to flow more fully welcome home to the Lindsay martin ellis experience this is your virtual sanctuary where we keep it light while going deep and ground spirituality into the reality of what it means to be human. We explore consciousness, evolution, alternative health, all things truth, taboo, and beyond. There are no boxes or rules here. Tune in each week where myself and raw and real guests will be sharing our lived experience through a multifaceted lens to support you no matter where you're at on your journey. This is a sacred space where spiritual principles and universal wisdom are accessible, simple, and digestible because all are welcome here. It is your birthright to remember the magic and miracle that you are. You ready to be inspired? Let's do this, love. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I'm giving a short little intro with my collaborative episode with Emma Andrews. I can't wait for you to receive from her. She's such a light. And this is all about how to connect with your intuition today. She had reached out to me on Instagram and I loved her energy. And there's just this like softness and warmth and radiance that exudes from her. And I can't remember how old she told me she was like 27, 28, late 20s. And I'm like, I just remember hearing from her and receiving from her and learning from her during our episode together and just being like, dang, if I knew what she knew in my late twenties, <laughs> in my late twenties, I was still going through it. So it was just, it's just fun to, yeah, to kind of see and hear how we kind of go through our own journey of awakening and initiations and how we all end up where we are in our soul journey. And yeah, like I said, she's just got like a very warm spirit and playful and light and bubbly. And there was a lot of resonance with everything that she shared. And I absolutely learned quite a bit of like kind of how to delineate, for example, between our intuitive thoughts versus our mental thoughts and things like that. She told a very powerful father a very powerful story about how she lost her father unexpectedly to a heart attack and some um, divine messages that she received a, a week prior and how she really kind of started to hone in on her intuitive gifts and ultimately her mediumship abilities. And yeah, she's got in-person workshops. She's got, she does one-on-ones with clients around the world, but she also has a class called the intuitive method, which you can absolutely go check out in the show notes. And she even offered a beautiful hundred dollar discount off with code shine. If you're really wanting to tap into your intuition more and, um, your, you know, like really wanting to connect with the power inside of you, I highly recommend you check it out. You can check out her website. She's on social media. She's got free meditations and I think that's pretty much it. So this is my last collaborative episode before I go on maternity leave, quote unquote, which I don't know if you call it maternity leave when you're, <laughs> when you're your own boss and you have your own business. Um, I don't know what you call it. Nesting. I'm in nesting mode. And actually, this is one of the first times I'll be recording back to back episodes. So I'm actually pre-recording a solo cast for next week because as I mentioned, my intention was to just move through all of the backlog that I had with previously recorded interviews, which I did. Emma was the last one over the course of the last few months. And um and I really just want to be in nesting mode and presence and just really letting go of work. So at the end of January, that's when I decided that I was going to go on a pause with the podcast and 
yeah, just be fully present with this new chapter of my life, moving from maiden to mother, stepping into motherhood, into parenthood, and really like just being in this sacred sacred bubble in between worlds. (laughs) The veil is very thin for me right now. With the babe who should be entering this world really any day slash week now, which is pretty exciting. So if I sound tired, it's because I am, (laughs) but I'm not, it's not even that I'm tired. I'm just like resting, nesting. Um, Yeah, I'm just like really in this slowing down type of phase where things are just moving slower and I feel different. (laughs) My voice probably even sounds different because yeah, I'm in a really different space, which is beautiful to be in this, yeah, in the void. I feel like I'm in the void. So without further ado, enjoy this episode with Emma Andrews. And um, yeah, I would love to know how this landed per usual and just really grateful for all the beautiful collaborations I've had since the inception of the podcast. I've had some amazing humans on the show and yeah, can't wait to come back with more yumminess once the babe is here and once I'm back in full swing. All right, much love. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to the show. I have Emma Andrews here today, and we're going to be talking about all things intuition and weaving in some other dynamic conversations. You want to say hello? Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me, Lindsay. I'm so excited for this conversation. Yeah, I'm excited to see see what unfolds. So I've got your short little bio here. Sometimes I read it, sometimes I don't, but I'm feeling called to read it today. So I'll just read what you had sent over. Emma Andrews is an intuitive and a medium who works one-on-one with clients around the world. Emma helps individuals create positive transformations in their lives and in the world by connecting with their own intuition. In addition to working with clients in her intuitive sessions, she is also the creator of the highly acclaimed intuition development course, The Intuitive Method. So yeah, let's hear it. Can you expand on that a bit more and share a little bit more about what drew you to this work and why you're so passionate about helping people connect with their intuition? Oh my God. I love that. I love that you, I'm very much about empowering people to discover the power within themselves, right? Like the wisdom within themselves. So I love that you offer both and you you offer a pathway for people to discover that. So yeah, just dive right in. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, that I have lots of things I can talk about from that opener. But um well the reason why I'm so passionate about teaching intuition is because I haven't always had these gifts. I haven't always been aware of these gifts within myself. And when I first discovered them, um I made a conscious choice to expand on them and to strengthen them and to uh, bring that um, insight and and invite the universe to come in to support me in my life. Um, so that's why I'm so passionate about teaching it because I learned um, through my journey that this is something that everyone has. Everyone is intuitive. Intuition, all intuition is, is the voice of your highest self. The, your inner voice and that voice that's connected to your highest good and connected to source, God, the universe, whatever sort of greater spirit energy that you are connected with, um, your intuition is connected to that. And it's also connected to your soul um, or your higher self. So um, we all have it. Of course we do, because we all you know, we all have a soul and we all have this part of ourselves. Um, and, and we all use our intuition all the time, whether we consciously use it or not, it's always there for us. Um, whether we choose to strengthen it consciously, um, or not, it's, it's, um, offering us insight, offering us guidance all the time. So, um, my journey, um, has been really, really interesting. It started out um, uh, in my younger years, I was a people pleaser, um, and I was highly empathetic and highly, um, sensitive. So, um, I, I sort of used, uh, 
sort of a way of perceiving energy, a way of receiving information energetically, but it was using it for outside of myself. So it was using it to read other people, make sure other people were okay. And this is a common way that a lot of highly intuitive, highly empathetic people sort of start out their journey with um, wanting to make other people feel better, uh, picking up on other people's energy and and wanting to sort of fix that. So that was where I sort of began. Um, and it brought me to a place where I became chronically ill in college. I developed a bunch of symptoms, really painful symptoms and autoimmune disease. And that was the beginning of me separating myself from everyone else and learning that there was a myself even there, <laughs> learning that I had a body and emotions and needs and opinions um, that deserved to be heard and deserved to be um, valued. Um, and so uh, while I was sick um, and, and um, experiencing these painful symptoms, I began to turn to alternative um, healing modalities because I wasn't getting the support I needed from the Western medical model. So I started to practice Reiki on myself and I also began to meditate. And it was when I was meditating one day um, that my psychic gifts uh, came to me. And um, what happened was I was meditating and allowing the thoughts to pass. Um, as they would come, they would rise up and they would come. And I was just in this beautiful cloud of peaceful cloud of um, relaxation. And a feeling came to me, it came over me, uh, a feeling of just being so loved and held and supported in a way that I'd never felt before. And so that straight out, right off the bat felt weird. Like I was like, wow, loved this much. <laughs> I wasn't used to it. Right. And with this, with this feeling came a message and the message was someone in your family is going to die soon and everything's going to be okay. Mm. And I didn't feel sad. I didn't feel scared. I didn't feel bad at all. I only, I, I really only felt that everything is going to be okay. The all is well and the love. And so I thought this is really, I thought it was my imagination. I thought I had a really strong, crazy imagination, but I thought this is really weird that I'm having like the content of this message. My brain would usually think is bad, but I feel really good. Um, so I sort of invited it to pass. I let it pass and it came back a second time, even stronger. Um, so strong that I sat up and I turned to my husband at the time. And I said, I mean, fiance, now he's my husband. And I said, this is so weird. I just had this feeling that someone's going to die and that everything is going to be okay. And he said, yeah, that's really weird. <laughs> and we didn't think really anything of it. We sort of just forgot about it. And about a week later, my dad had a heart attack and died. Wow. Oof. And when I was driving home from the hospital, I went back into that meditative place because that had been the place that it was sort of helped me deal with, you know, challenging experiences. So I, that was my go-to. So I went back into that meditative place and my dad appeared to me right away and I could see him in my mind's eye. And, um, he looked so beautiful. His skin was just like no wrinkles and he had this beautiful gold light around him. And he said, um, that he'd given everything he had to me and could I pass it on to my brothers? Mm. My youngest brother was 10 at the time of him passing and I have four younger brothers. And so, um, I thought that that was shock, but I wrote it down. And I began to write down things that would come to me, messages that would come to me while I was meditating. And um, maybe a month after my dad passed away, I was at a party and a friend of a friend came up to me and said, um, Emma, I don't want to freak you out, but sometimes people come to me when they die. And when your dad died, he came to me that night and he gave me a message for you. And do you mind if I share with you what he told me? And I said, yeah, sure, please do. 
And she said, okay, let me get this right. He said that he's given everything he has to you. And could you give the rest to your brothers and that he loves you? And it was at that point, I was like, fuck, (laughs) (laughs) damn it. There's something here and I can't deny it anymore. And it's like knocking on my door. Like you can't, you've got to, got to explore this. You've got to figure this out. There's more, um, there's something really special here for you. So I stopped meditating for nine months after that. I was really freaked out. And I like sharing that part of the story because a lot of people, when they start working with their intuition or they start working with the multi-sensory world, um, they think that because they stop or they need a break, that it's just not for them or it's too hard. Um, but, but in my journey, I found that those breaks are really important. So listening to like pacing it out and, and being, um, in your own rhythm with it and knowing that like, you can take a break from it for a while. You don't have to always be on and always be connected or, um, working with it is important too. So I took a break for nine months and then one day I woke up and I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm not scared anymore. I want to figure this out. I want to know how it worked. I want to like be able to like, you know, get down to the details of what I can do to turn it on and off and teach other people how to do it. Because um, that experience, it brought so much peace and connection and, and um, bliss like into my life. And especially through the grieving process of my dad, um, being able to connect and explore um, the multisensory world has just been invaluable. Um, it's such a gift. So yes, that's that's the beginning of my journey. And yeah, people started coming to me for sessions and referring friends. And um, now I'm a full-time intuitive and medium and I teach intuition. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love this story so much. Thank you for sharing and thank you for your courage and vulnerability. I know I'm sure that took time to write to be able to really express that. I and I I really appreciate you sharing the pause and the being afraid and the time because that is so much of the journey on the awakening path and when we start to kind of come online in these ways and it's really confusing. And I believe it really serves a purpose, right? It's like our body integrating and like really being able to hold this new essence like this. Well, this essence that's always been there, but that we haven't really allowed or had access to. And of course, I believe it's all by divine orchestration. But I am really curious because you touched on this briefly with the grieving journey of your father. And it's it's interesting because I also experienced loss in my early 20s with a best friend and a traumatic car accident. And and there was definitely an awakening there. Um, And also I had a health crisis as well when I was in corporate as an engineer. And, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. I love interviewing people because so many stories are the same. It's like some traumatic experience, some sort of health crisis, right? Like, all of our journeys are so different yet it's the same every time of like these these heart-wrenching like guttural cracking ourselves wide open experiences that really help us course correct and it's not easy most of the time and it's painful so i'm curious to know how your grieving journey was i'm curious to know were you i know you said that it was helpful to go back into that space but were you able to just kind of come back to that place of peace and serenity and love and really trust like, okay, there's something much bigger at play here, even though I miss my father, even though this is unexpected. So, because I think what you can leave people with is a little nugget of wisdom of to not be afraid of like, what if we all could really have that sense of peace and trust in what is, even if we don't understand it. And even if we miss the people that leave this earth plane, you know, too soon or unexpectedly, or when we don't feel we're ready. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, that's amazing. And I just had a, a, an amazing conversation with a woman. I was at a training an energy medicine training, um, a few weeks ago. And this older woman came up to me and started telling me about, um, her best friend, her husband, she had lost him and she, um, had such a beautiful grieving process and she just wanted to tell me about it. And I was like, Oh my gosh, girl, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Like, um, grief is so complex. Right. And I want to start by saying that. And I don't, um, I definitely don't have all the answers and, um, I definitely don't know, um, know about everyone's experience. I can only speak to my own experience, what I found was so helpful through the grieving process was that I had this training before in becoming present and I'd been working on meditation. And so as the feelings would come, the emotions would come, I would ride them like waves and they would come and they would peak and I would let it rush out of me and be angry and be sad and weep or whatever I needed to do, scream. And then as it would fall back, fall away, I would be met with the most amazing awe of being alive and gratefulness. And just everything that I saw seemed to sparkle to me. Um, and even I would be at, at the funeral, um, people would come up to me and say, Oh, Emma, I'm so sorry. And I would say, it's okay. Cause we're alive and my dad isn't really gone. And like, we, I, I had the, an awesome dad and I have an awesome family and we're all still connected. And <laughs> I think I freaked some people out because <laughs> I was holding both of those things. I was like, obviously experiencing a heaviness, the heaviest, you know, emotions that I'd ever experienced in my life. But also this like, beautiful sort of awakening really and 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 this sort of lightening up of of and 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 this preciousness like this awareness of how precious life is and how we're here for such a blink and um yeah another part of my grieving journey that another part that i thought was really interesting was how it it, it made me it, it emboldened me losing a parent It really emboldened me to let go of all of the things that had been holding me back. Mm -hmm. And I started just saying like, fuck it. (laughs) Like, oh, I want to explore my intuition. What will people think? You know? And then I had this voice in my head that was like, fuck it. You have this. Can I curse? Sorry. (laughs) I've already started. (laughs) Everything is sacred on this podcast. You'll, you'll see an explicit E next to a number of episodes of solo casts of mine because my podcast team, you know, catches my F-bombs from time to time. So please okay. carry on. <laughs> Thank you for asking, but please carry on. Okay. So, so yeah, have, I was like emboldened to just like go towards the things that I really cared about and, and be honest and blunt and just be more of me. Yeah. So, so that, those were the gifts that, that the loss brought me because Mm. there's gifts in everything. Yeah. And, um, I'm so grateful for my dad for, um, the gifts that came with his life and his passing and the gift, yeah, the gifts that, 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 that came to me. And so I think that can be a helpful, um, part of the process of grieving because it is a process, you know, a lot of people as a medium, you know, a lot of people come to me and ask about, you know, wanting to connect or, and and there's a process to it. And there is space for just connecting with those wild emotions and, and being sort of an autopilot and just coping and getting by and just staying alive and eating and sleeping, right? There's a time for that. Um, and then, but, and, and the more you can be present through that experience, the more you can, um, just allow things to flow and not get up in your head and question it and be like, Oh, it's been three months. I've cried enough. Why am I crying again? Right. Just letting it come mm-hmm. and that can help it to move through even easier. 
Mm. Yeah. And then, and then, and then being able to find those, those little gifts, those little, um, yeah, the, the gifts that are left for you in the, in the experience of that. Yeah. And I mean, so much of my work is around emotional alchemy and, and like, this is really like the basis. So I just love interviewing people that, you know, maybe the languaging might be slightly different, but ultimately you and I are experiencing the same thing and like have this impulse to support people who are willing, ready, and able to begin to access these feelings, these resonances, these emotions. And again, really like anchoring in the sacredness of the wide spectrum of what it means to be alive. And with that, there's grief. And with that, there's bliss. And you got to actually experience and hold both while grieving the loss of your father, which the majority of people, I would say, probably haven't been able to experience that in their lifetime. And I I see it's shifting on the planet. And and so the fact that you're just even able to share. And I also love the humility of your residence. Well, there's a lot that I love about you. See, it's fun because I don't know you. We just met today. We found each other. You found me on Instagram somehow. And there's like a sweetness to you. How old are you, by the way? Do you mind me asking? I'm 28. Okay. Because I'm like, she's so young. She's so like innocent. She's so pure. And you have this like really warm, uh, inviting presence. And then, you know, like you drop the F-bomb four times, like 30 minutes into the episode. And I love that because (laughs) there's no boxes. There's no boxes. There's no rules. Like this is who you are. And Again, it's just like the emotional spectrum, like we're allowed to be all of it and we're allowed to say what's on our heart and words are just words, you know, as long as the integrity and the intention is behind it. And so that was just, it's just really humbling to meet other people who, right, like there's no pedestal that you're putting yourself on. You're like, all I have is my experience and I know what I felt and I want others to feel that for themselves. And so, yeah, let's maybe talk about why you developed your course, the intuitive method, and why you're excited to support people in having their own experience. Because I think a lot of times we even see it in the spiritual community, right? We see like the guru student type of model where it's like, this is what you're going to feel. This is what you're going to experience. This is the method. This is the only way. And that's bullshit. (laughs) As we know, like it's really about us experiencing, which is why this podcast is called the Lindsay Martin Alex experience, because it's like, I just want people to be in the experience of life and discover that for themselves. So yeah, let's talk about your method and why you, why you created this, what you're finding with people, probably even what you're learning from your students. This is what I love is learning from my clients and how they are able to connect and tap into themselves. So anything you kind of want to share there about why you created it and in what you're experiencing as you've developed the program? Yeah, that's such a great question. And I'm starting to cry for the second time already because I'm this, this one message, it keeps coming through as, as I hear you speaking and and, Feel free to share it. We're all open, open yeah. book here. <laughs> so it's, and, and it's and it is the reason why I created the intuitive method, because what everything comes down to, every problem, every issue, it all comes back to self compassion mm-hmm. and love for yourself. And um, so many of us are taught that we can't um, taught from a young age to like hold ourselves back make ourselves small, put other people's needs before ours, not experience our own emotions, like don't rock the boat, like don't upset other people to just like hold it all in and disconnect from our truth. And um, really, there is such, such a beautiful experience out there for every single person, every person listening right now. I want to know that they can just say 
say what they whatever they want in a loving way to themselves and the shift can happen there in the present moment and so it all comes back to that that loving connection and saying like when you're grieving when you're going through the grieving process saying honey it's okay to feel upset you're doing such a great job and having that voice and having that positive dialogue um, can make such a difference. And it really is essential to working with your intuition. It's an essential part. So the intuitive method is a course that I created um, because I wanted to be able to take people step by step to build a strong foundation and to understand the mechanisms of intuition. What are the things that need to be in place to bring through the most accurate and the the most like uh, the most information and the most accurate information possible. So, um, the, the best ways that I found to do this are, well, understanding. So learning, so content. So every week we learn about a new topic, um, and then working with other people consistently. So practicing consistently. So that's what we do every week as well. We practice one-on-one with each other and it's um, an hour and 30 minute class. 12 for 12 weeks. So we practice together and then to support each other and build each other up and be that voice for each other too, saying, you got this, you know, you're doing great. This is, you're, you're on point, you're on track. We believe in you. So having that support too. So that's what the intuitive method offers for people is, um, yeah, a really powerful foundation to build your trust in yourself your confidence in yourself and to begin to come home to yourself. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, you know, just what we've really been indoctrinated into as a society is that everything is outside of self. And, you know, just from a very young age, many of us were taught like, this is over here, right? Like God lives outside of us. You need this that you need to learn in order to, or you need this teacher or this mentor or this body of knowledge. And so I love that you're really just helping people build that inner compass of trust within themselves for those who who want it. And even if they don't do anything with it, but use it and leverage it for themselves so that they can make clearer decisions, because I know with my clients, that's like the one thing that drives everybody crazy is how much doubt they have in their own abilities to move forward in life and the lack of clarity of who they are and why they're here. And just like that mental chatter piece. So can you talk about the mind a little bit and through this process for yourself and with teaching others, you know, because there is a softening of Again, we see it in the spiritual, the dogma in the spiritual world that it's like all of a sudden the mind no longer (laughs) has thoughts and it just dissolves. And we know that's not true. But again, just kind of like what you were talking about, you got that message. Someone's going to die in your life, but everything's going to be okay. It's kind of the same premise. It's like the intuition begins to gently blanket over all of the mental chatter and all of the questioning and all of the what ifs. But if you could maybe provide some insights and some tools about it takes time sometimes and it's a practice to be able to strengthen that muscle of really following your heart first and then allowing the mind to kind of support versus letting the mind run the show. So I'd love to hear just any insights you have on that. For sure. So yeah, one of the weeks in the intuitive method is all about the mind and learning <laughs> about how the mind works and how to work with the mind um, in a way that, you know, a lot of people, they, they try to resist it. And that just creates more um, resistance, <laughs> resistance. Yeah, pressure, you know, of saying like, damn it, my mind is talking today. Like, I can't wait, you know, and then you're just compounding the the pressure in this place like you're just basically recreating similar thoughts um and creating that yeah that resistance to- against what you actually want to be feeling the state that you actually want to be in mm-hmm. so yeah it's really important for people to understand how the, the mind works and what the difference is between mental thoughts and intuitive thoughts and, um, so, so the mind is always going to be louder, even if you have a pretty 
strong intuition and you work on it every day, your mental thoughts will always be louder. Um, the mind and, and your mental thoughts are loud. They're emotionally act, reactive. Uh, they're fear-based and ego-based. And um, so any thought that you have that's fearful, that's worried, that's panicked, that's like, I have to do this thing or else I have to do it right now. That's all your mind. And you don't have to trust it. <laughs> don't trust it. <laughs> so you, it's, you're going to hear it. And you can say, oh, I hear you. You've got that idea about what's going on. But we're not going to do that today. Thank you very much for coming in and giving your opinion. Um, I do the same thing. I talk to my mind like, okay, I'm just going to like rest you over here on this bookshelf. And you're just going to chill. And like, we're here. Like, I'm not banishing you, but I'm not going to give you too much attention in this moment. (laughs) That's right. The mind is like a cute little puppy. (laughs) and so. It just wants our attention. And so if we push it away, it's going to get turned destructive <laughs> and chew things up. I love that analogy. It's going to like eat, all, chew up all your shoes and everything else in your house. <laughs> we have to learn to say no. And I learned, I learned this analogy from one of my teachers. We have to learn to say no, drop it, mm-hmm. go in your crate. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in charge here. One of my, I have a dog, a big, uh, it's a livestock guardian dog. So I live on a farm and it lives out with my goats and it's a huge, um, Karakachin it's called. It's a big Bulgarian guard dog, <laughs> 50 pounds. And he, uh, wants to be the boss of everything. And so I've ha- been having to learn how to be number one in charge boss lady, like teaching him to walk behind me and, um, follow me and not go out running and stay and do all these things. So it's like that with the mind, like the mind needs to learn that the, our, our me, like the person who's seeing the thoughts, the big me, um, that's the person you get to make your choice about who you listen to and who you follow to follow and, and what voice you're going to follow. So um, that's one of the best ways to, to work with your mind. And you want to work with it with so much compassion and love um, and say, oh, I see you're afraid about this. Oh, I hear you, you know, because it's just a little scared puppy. <laughs> you know, it's not a problem. Nothing about you is a problem. Nothing about you is wrong or messed up or 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 not right in this moment, right? Every part of you, including your mind is beautiful and just right. Mm -hmm. And so having that compassionate talk can help you to neutralize some of that intensity or pressure that you might be feeling from your mental thoughts. Mm. And then your intuitive thoughts, they're very different. Intuition is very subtle. It's very soft. It's almost like a whisper or like when you're first starting out, it might even feel like like you're about to imagine something and that's what it feels like. It's like, Oh, like did that, was that just my imagination? It feels like just on the outskirts, like I can barely sense something just out there. And it, am I imagining it? Right. It's very soft and subtle and it's emotionally neutral. So just like I received that message about my dad, that my mind would have thought as very, um, bad (laughs) and, and sad and scary. But when I received the message, I felt neutral. It felt neutral, loving and neutral. I felt curious about it and kind of surprised like, Ooh, and that's how accurate intuition will feel too. It will feel surprising. Um, and like random almost like, Oh, And the reason why it's surprising and random is because it hasn't gone through your mind over and over and over and over and over yet. (laughs) So it doesn't make, it might not make sense to you at first. And that's a good sign. So if you receive information that's neutral and it doesn't really make sense to you, that's a really great sign that there might be something there that you just take that step towards it and see what happens. Oh my gosh. I love that so much because it's so simple right? It's like the neutrality and just the curiosity and the wonderment and the like, Hmm, what was that? That's, and I love that you had that. I mean, 
a week prior to your father's passing, right? Like you're able to then articulate what you felt and not being afraid because a lot of people, you know, because I do believe you are priming yourself with your meditation practice and everything leading up to that. A lot of other people would have probably gone into fear, right? So sometimes we can get an intuitive impulse and then the mind will take over again and go into fear and start calling everyone in the family and not wanting to leave the house. What if it's me? What if I'm the one that's going to die? Right. Right. You know? And so, um, but it's just, it is, it's so like, what a beautiful, like guidepost as to how we can navigate life in terms of the neutrality piece. Like if we start to go into this downward spiral, it's generally the mind. And that's where I feel that most people live. So, um, and so much of the conversation so far, because I'm going into labor (laughs) within the next three months and I plan to have a home physiological birth. And so I'm in this like portal right now of really like practicing everything that I preach around you know, what you're sharing about pressure and surges and the full spectrum of motions and riding the waves, like, right. And so I'm just getting these little gentle reminders of even if my mind gets in the way, like you just helped me, like, I'm going to have Emma in the back of my, my, my field, like, oh yeah, that's not truth. Actually, this is just a story. This is Mm fear-based and knowing that I can come back to center at any given moment, right. Feels it just, it again, creates a sense of neutrality. Like, yes, there may be moments where I lose myself, yet I know how to come back to that space of trust and centeredness and allowing whatever the intensity is being present with that. So I just wanted to thank you for that. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Fear, anytime you have a fearful thought, it's not true. It's not <laughs> true. It's never true. Ever, <laughs> ever, ever. So, so how it would feel like if you, re, you know, to receive accurate information, like let's say you, um, you're in a situation that you need to leave, right? You would, you would have a sort of neutral feeling, or you might feel a pull to get to walk out the door. It wouldn't be because you're like, oh, I gotta go. You know, it would be like, I should leave. I'm going to leave, right? So that's how the information can come through in those moments where you do need to make a choice to protect yourself or for your well-being. Um, that information can come through in a neutral way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I love oh. <laughs> so before you let everybody know all of the ways people can get in touch with you, and I know you have... Um, some things you'd like to share, some offerings. I know you have a free offering and you have a coupon code, a discount code for our beloved community, but maybe any final thoughts on intuition, like a supportive, just practical nugget that you can leave people with that you maybe haven't shared yet on this episode. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think what I really would love for every single one of you listening to take away is that you are intuitive that your intuition never leaves you, that you're supported all the time at every moment of the day by so much love, more love than you could ever possibly imagine. Mm. The more you can connect with that feeling of being loved, the more you can receive it and let it in, the more easily you'll be able to also receive that intuitive information. Because intuitive information, it comes from such a high level, such a high frequency, and it comes from this place where all is truly always okay, even death, even uh, pain, loss, all these things are okay. Um, there's no good or bad, right? Mm-hmm. Not from the higher level um, multi-sensory world where we receive this intuitive guidance. So the more we can bring that and receive that into our reality, the more that information will be able to sort of more freely flow into our awareness. But also I want to share because there's two sides to this, because a lot of people can be like in the spiritual world, say like um, you just want to connect and be high vibrational all the time. 
but really your intuition, it lives in your body and it's very similar to your emotions. So the more aligned you can become to your emotions, the more you can let your emotions flow with that self-compassion, with that love, with that sweetheart. Oh my gosh, you're doing such a good job. This is a tough day. I know you can make it through it with that voice. Um, that will also support you in connecting with your intuition. So feeling the hard stuff, feeling the shitty stuff, the challenging stuff, being there for yourself too. And then also working on finding finding that joy, finding that gratefulness, seeing those sparkles around you and um, in your life and letting that in and receiving that love too. Um, those will both help you to be able to feel that intuitive guidance, just flow naturally. It's a part of you and it, it's, it will always be a part of you. So it's just about taking care of ourselves in a way to allow that to flow more fully. Oh, beautiful. Thank you for that last piece. Yeah. You know, because I, I believe that the way that we connect with our soul is through our emotional body and right, because our soul carries memories, right? And we we remember, right? It's not the knowledge that we necessarily bring through. It's the experiences, it's the emotions, it's the people, it's the relationships. So I'm really grateful that you regrounded that back in because, right, if we're resisting our emotions and we're completely cutting off access to really everything that you're speaking of, that intuition, that soul connection, right? Being able to feel, you know, that love, even during some of our darkest moments and feeling that hope and that peace. And, and again, having those glimmers of bliss and not being ashamed of that, right? Like really being able to hold all of it. So I just want to thank you for that. So yeah, you're on social media. Go ahead. You got some, one more thing to say. <laughs> one more thing I have to say, because the, the truth is that from the perspective of the universe of God source, we are so perfect in our imperfection or the things that we think are imperfect, the parts of you that you think are icky or it's not safe to be or are bad or that you need to fix, those are all perfect exactly as they are. So the journey, it's not about becoming this like perfect sort of Photoshop's like version of you where you don't experience anything bad and you have, you know, this white picket fence, perfect life. It's not about that. It's about being whole, right? And not saying, oh, this half of me is the perfect half. And that's the half that I'm going to sort of shine and, and make brighter and focus on. It's about bringing the love to all of the parts of you, the compassion to all of the parts of you and letting all of that shine um, because it is all loved and you are so loved all the time. So I just had to share that last little bit. Yes. And so much of my teachings, right, articulated in a in a different way. And this is what I'm I love having other people come on the show, right? Because people say it in a different way, or we hear it in a different way, or we're maybe not ready to receive until this moment when someone's dropping into this episode, or just a different experience that maybe someone else who lost their father abruptly can connect with you, where maybe it's not coming through in the same way. So I, yes, like, yes, yes, yes to everything that you're sharing. I also feel a deep resonance with that. And again, it's nothing that I read in a book. It was like, this is coming from the source of me and I can feel it coming from the source of you as well. Like this is what, what we know to be true because we feel it and we live it and we share it. Yeah. So um, it's always just such a treat to have, you know, different languaging and just like, again, more clarity, even for myself, just like, okay, like I'm on path. Like, again, I didn't read this in a book and someone else is talking about this. So, <laughs> so I know like I'm, I'm on path. All right, my love. So yes, you've got your website, your, you know, Instagram handle and share, you know, share your website and your Instagram handle. And then how people, I'll put everything in the show notes for your method, but I think you also said you had a free offering as well. Maybe like a meditation, I think I saw on your website. Yeah. So um, if, yeah, if you want to work with me, I work with clients one-on-one -on -one doing intuitive sessions and mediumship sessions, and you can book those on my website, emma-andrews.com. I'm on Instagram at Emma R-E-W-S, and you can follow me there. I teach 
um, really all over the world through the year. This summer, I did a big East Coast tour. So um, if you'd like to work with me in person and you're on the East Coast, you can check out my upcoming classes. But my big course, The Intuitive Method, I only teach it once a year. And it's a really small group of people. We keep it really small. So if you would like to learn more about intuition, if you're ready to explore this part of yourself, um, you can check it out uh, through the link. And for everyone, I have a free meditation. It's called a home screen meditation. And it's a meditation that my guides um, gave to me to give to you. Mm. I hope you all enjoy. And I look forward to um, staying connected with all of you and supporting you on your intuitive journey. Thank you so much, my love. And I am curious to know where on the East Coast do you reside? I'm in Virginia. I'm in Charlottesville. Okay. I'm in North Carolina as of August. So we're close to each other now. (laughs) That's awesome. When you said you lived on a farm, I'm like, okay, you know, she's my people because Uh where um, in North Carolina are you? I'm in Black Mountain right now, east of Asheville. And I'm actually in the process of moving to Fairview. Um, Yes. Fairview. Amazing. So come visit and we'll hang out in person. I taught in Asheville this summer. It was so so beautiful. So yeah, we'll have to stay connected. I can't wait to hear more about your farm. I'm definitely feeling this impulse to, you know, just have a simpler life, especially with bringing this child into this world. And, and it's just always so fun to, to connect in person with people that, you know, are, are really on this devotional path. So thank you for your light. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for sharing and um, reach out to Emma and myself and let us know what landed. And I really do hope that you consider taking her course. Of course, sessions are great, but it's so much better when you can really call that in for yourself. So maybe dabble in a little bit of both, feel what speaks to you. Um, it may take a little bit of time for you to be like, finding that courage to believe that you can access your own intuition, but I I invite you to explore it. Well, we got you. We We got got you. you. (laughs) (laughs) We got you. All right. Thanks for tuning in to another episode and we'll catch you next week for another beautiful episode of the Lindsay Martinellis experience. Much love. Thank you for your presence and tuning in today. I believe in the power of reciprocity. So if you found value from this episode, I invite you to share the love. There are endless ways to do so, including leaving a rating and written review on Apple, forwarding the episode link to a loved one, reaching out to me on social media to say hi at Lindsay Martin Ellis, or sending me a love note via email at lindsay at lindsaymartinellis.com. I so appreciate you and your support. It's truly what keeps me going. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Lindsay Martin Ellis Experience. Much love.